Tulsa's number one podcast. Showtime, baby. It's Castro X to Titty Tia, Eyes Open, dubbed the home of the emotionally naked. A podcast about anything and everything. If you don't like it, with all due respect, fuck you. Yo, 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 it's your man. Go ahead and talk to me, Tia. Hello, I'm right here, still drinking White Claws. Go ahead and talk to me, Kate. Hey, what's up? Here I am, sounding like this. My man. Fuck you, nigga. I'm about to lasso Castro the asshole Turn him into mincemeat for ramen casserole Feed it to a thick booty bad bitch She'll fucking kill me if I try to feed a cabbage Pussy fried catfish I'ma hit them boys with Mandalorian hat tricks I ain't never had shit till I turn to rapping For rapper to rapper, kappa lambda I'm on some fragile shit Packing on Packers damage, stamming on stacking damage Acting out like an asses if you move it against me, it's like my last. You should've taken some classes. Uh huh. Baby, what is he rapping? If you couldn't hack it, then maybe you should trash it. I'ma serve it like a delivery package. Misery's a habit in the latest fashion. She likes to pull up in the fastest. Hoopy with the black tip. We get it cracking. She releasing the dragon. Hold up. Fire breathing. I am not a heathen. I am just a lion crushing everything he's saying. Heat seeking, miss a launcher with a beacon. With all due respect, fuck you for even speaking. Ho. Yo, 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 it's your man Castro X coming at you live and direct. With the w- with the with all due respect, <laughs> we've How been can on. You do so that? this is our second podcast of the day, by the way. Uh, you just looked at me. You were just like. <laughs> we slotted the intros both times. This time I forgot my own intro. I've done this 200 times. Uh, 201. 200, 201 right now. Nice. Uh, with the With All Due Respect podcast, ladies and gentlemen, 2 Titty T in the house. We still here. We're doing this all night. All night. We got another show after this one, man. We getting it in. We got a fourth one after that, bro. Fag, dude. We do? Oh. Maybe. I didn't know I was on the work. You guys are casting all day? Man, yeah, bro. that's what we do, bro. We record daily. We went to lunch, came home and started working. <laughs> but the man of the hour is here. The man of this particular hour. Uh, special guest. Uh, I don't even know if I can necessarily say like local Tulsa stand-up comedian. Um, You're not from Tulsa? I mean, well, he's done comedy time elsewhere as well. I'm from around here. Yeah, that's a good answer. I'm from around here. That's sexy. <laughs> that's sexy. <laughs> I'm from sexy around, is that the sexy version? Yeah. Saying, yeah, I'm saying, instead of saying I'm from Shoto. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm from around here. I'm ladies and gentlemen, community. I'll just do it like this. Stand-up comedian, uh, Kay Moore, in the building. You know, hey. so. Why did you do that? Like, like what? Stand-up in the building. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought it was I thought it was a, I thought it was a decent intro. Yeah, that's, that that works for me. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, hey, thanks. Been here once previous with Roscoe on Cole, your birthday podcast. Connor, all my fucking. Right. You celebrated my birthday. Right, podcast. right. Yeah, oh, that's when we met. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, first time I saw you was at the open mic at the first shop. <laughs> uh, you sat in the back, kind of just focused, doing your own thing, very quiet to yourself. Got up there, did your thing, killed it. Um, and then the second time I've seen you, I can't tell if you're trying to remember this situation or, oh, you're holding in the, the tree. 
Okay, I got you. Hold uh, him in the tree. Got second it. time I saw you was actually this, what was it, yesterday or day before at the VFW show. Oh, right, yeah, the yeah. day before. And that I was a fun it. show. I like that room. How do you like working the veterans? How would you enjoy that? Um, you know, that would it was, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to become, like, I guess a little more open-minded with my crowds. Mm-hmm. What I mean is, like, I don't know, when I started doing it, <laughs> it was like I had, I had these really, uh, the crowds were really diverse, they were really international, <laughs> but that also means that, like, most of the crowds ended up looking kind of the same. Because okay. every crowd was a was an international diverse crowd, right? Right. So I didn't do like so I don't know like doing doing rooms here still feels kind of weird to me. It still feels weird to like go into a room and it's like okay there are sixty Americans in front of you, uh, right? I mean like forty of them are, are, are born and raised Okies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> where are you from, Kate? Initially, like where are you, where where the fuck do you come from? Like right, really around here. I, I'm from, I grew up on a farm like forty miles east of town. So you're American. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, let's let's go to this. All right. Talk to me about your. Why are we so on Americans right now? No, we're not. <laughs> because like there were it's at least sixty Americans it's in that building. I always count. I ask like, yeah. It's it's fascinating to me that you've done comedy. I'm trying not to give out spoilers, but you've done comedy in China. Now, is this where you started comedy? I started it in China, right? It's such That's a fucking cool different story, man. Like it was weird. It was a, it was a weird choice. Yeah. It's just so unique because like I'm surrounded by a bunch of fucking Americans, so it all started here. <laughs> right, the fact right. that you started there and like now you're doing it here, it's like it blows my fucking mind. Talk to me about how you got started <laughs> into this. Shit. She's high. Talk to me about how you got started into this comedy, man. That's crazy. Did you always in look China. for Americans in your crowd? <laughs> There's got to be at least 40 Americans in this crowd before Gabe Moore performs. Now you're performing. I want to see everybody's passport. (laughs) I see everybody's passport. No, yeah. Oh, shit. No, yeah, you're not the only one who's high. I'm I'm right there with you. (laughs) You've got got better stuff than I got. I know, I'm sorry. I didn't didn't fucking do my homework for this shit. She does a weed podcast. I put, I yeah, put right, a DJ right. to sleep on this podcast. Like, <laughs> I'll smoke everybody out. But yeah, okay. man, how how did you get started in China okay, yeah, with comedy? Would, um, That's crazy. It was it was kind of just like I was I was on this trip with uh, this good friend of mine who like helped me start the scene in the in the city where we lived. This guy Ben Mitchell. Uh, okay. He's he's also a comic. He's a funny guy. You're so fucking high. You're laughing your ass off. <laughs> Trying to do an interview with me. <laughs> this is awesome. Ooh, sorry, we just made like eye contact because Nick coughed, and I was just like, "Please not gonna say anything." Okay, continue. My bad. No, it's good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We were uh, we were like on this trip, and we were we were kind of like goofing around, like doing sketches and stuff, and like just doing riffing, doing characters, and we always liked doing that is how we hung out you know how right. our friend group always you know friend groups are always like they, they mostly socialize through the context of jokes right, right. i guess like my friend group was one that like kind of took that kind of far it's like so you get a lot of you you got a lot of prestige in the friend group you know for mm-hmm. being the who's funnier right so, so right. yeah so i don't know i i liked being funny i liked being i liked getting a laugh Basically. I can dig. So when you say you guys were doing skits and shit, right? Sketches. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
were you guys doing video sketches or anything like that, or was it just amongst the group? Dude, it was it was probably like yeah, I know we would like send it to like the friend group and stuff like just the okay. group chat. You know, it was like just just stuff we were doing to like I don't know make something like mm. because it's it's like there's there's plenty of media out there for any man. I'm gonna start like I'm gonna start. <laughs> You do them great. I'm having a great time. I'm gonna start going on so many tangents. That's all right. All right, let me let me let me put all that let me put all that that I just set aside. Okay. All right. I'm gonna put down this pipe here. Okay. So Don't pick it up, bro. Good. So we we can have a normal conversation for a minute. Um, okay. I right. enjoy you, man. I enjoy you. Uh, thanks. I. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is the most high podcast I've had thus far. Uh, no. I feel like you definitely bring the weed vibe. I did I did the thing where I like I got in and I was like, you know, the sooner I get high, the more fun it'll be. And I was I didn't think about like yeah, you can wait like a minute. And a half. <laughs> you could just not it's ninety seconds. Like just hold on, buddy. You know? <laughs> but no, I like went at it like a little fiend. So yeah. on the first I was like, you want to hit these pins? He was like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's gross. I, I'm a pop fiend. I'm an actual, like, junkie. My friend, my for, dude for I know is the exact same way. He would smoke, like, already vaped weed to get high. Already vaped weed. Yeah, we used to vape weed, bro. Like, we used to put it in little um, things that would, like, vape your weed. Not burn your weed, but, like, it just, like, heated up a lot. You get, like, the smoke out of it. And then you could you just dumped out. The weed that was in the little pipe thing, and then he would just keep it so he could cook with it. What are later. those vaporizers? Yeah, I've heard of this. I've well, you could cook this. with the vaped weed. I'm but so never, not a smoker. You would never you smoke it again. Heard the rumors. But my friend would like literally go in and steal his vaped weed and smoke it because he oh, was shit. such a fucking fiend. <laughs> so you're about to go on a tangent. Uh, as far as there's so much media out here, uh, right? Yeah, you know, all that. It's, I mean. For, forget about that. I was I was I was trying to address like ten different facets of that question that okay. didn't really need to be That's why addressed. I'm so, so so to give the just the answer to the question that was asked, uh, how we got started doing it in China, we were just uh, we were there. I mean this this friend and I just living there, working there, had been there for a while. We just uh, wanted to like create something, mm-hmm. you know make something funny so we started doing this podcast and nice. uh our podcast was shit it was terrible and uh but we we did it for a while then eventually like uh, a comedy group came through from shanghai and uh came through the town and they put on like this show and it was like the first stand-up show that this city had ever had and so when that popped off we were like oh okay well we should do an open mic here so so me and a, a few other American guys. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the Americans. <laughs> me and a few other American guys. A uh, guy from Oklahoma and two guys from Missouri started uh, started this little club in that, that town. What was the spot called that you guys did this at? Um, the, first place, the first place we did it was called 1970s Bar. Okay. And it was... Uh, yeah, it was owned by a, a local character, real, real fun guy. Uh, was he a real fun guy? He was a real fun guy. Yeah, he's he's passed away because I don't know. 
He, a lot he of had fun, he had a lot of whole, a lot of fun. Yeah, it might have been too much. <laughs> are uh, are the venues and things? Just dealing with venues and stuff. Is it different than working out here in America doing comedy? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like it's a lot easier for one. Mm. I mean, I guess I guess like if you're doing if you're doing comedy in English in Asia, mm-hmm. there's going to be a pretty low ceiling anyway. Um, like just for what you can expect to, you know, accomplish, how well known right. you can expect to be, how much money you can expect to make. You know, if you're doing it if you're doing it in Chinese, there's like an industry for that now. Uh, and like pretty new comics are like some of the biggest comics in the country because it's such a new industry. But if you're doing it in English, you know, you 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 would be hard pressed to make a living off of it. I mean, like you'd you'd have to really hustle. Like, I don't know anyone who makes a living off of it, doing it in English. That's crazy. So, yeah. Can you speak both languages, Chinese and American? Man, my, my, my fucking, my Chinese is embarrassingly bad. It's like, I don't know, for the amount of time that I was there, it should be fluent. Hmm. But it's still pretty, uh, pretty intermediate, I guess. So you did all of your sets in English then? Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't even know how to be funny in Chinese. What can like, you say in Chinese? Uh, I mean, I can say, like, I can do everything I need to do to, like, get around live there town. and get around. Yeah, I can get around the country. I like, feel that. Travel around. That's dope, man. Uh, how long were you out there doing your comedy thing before? Or how long did you live there to begin with? Let's talk about that. I was, I was there for 10 years. And, uh, yeah, that was from, like, 2010 to last year. Okay. That's dope. How long did you do comedy while you were there? Uh, like three and a half years, I guess. The last three and a half years I was there. I was doing stand-up. Uh, the first, at first we were doing it in the, uh, in this city I lived in called Xiamen, and that was where, uh, me and the other guys, like, started that little scene. And that's grown into a pretty, like, pretty, uh, pretty good club, pretty good little organization. But um, it's called uh, Big Big Comedy. Big Big Comedy. Yeah. It's based in Xiamen, China. But uh, I don't know. I wanted to go to Shanghai to work on it there. When I moved to Shanghai, there was a club there called Kung Fu Comedy that had a lot of connections in New York and would bring through a lot of New York comics. And, That's dope. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Like, they had a great room. They were, the, they were the only club with like a really proper like venue and like right. there's the attached lounge and bar you know it's it was a very cool spot but right after i moved to shanghai to work with that club uh the cultural bureau shut it down so like the it's like this government department that just like monitors and regulates culture they weren't messing with it or what? They didn't. They, it was they, it against their they rules. Like, it was, and it was like it had always been a little bit against the rules. Like anything, anything that's a performance, mm-hmm. like needs to be licensed. That's it's crazy. Right. See, because I, I know China's completely different than here. You know, sure. the entire culture. Yeah. Uh, would you yeah, like a white claw? Yeah, dude. Nice. Go ahead. A white claw, you know what? They're mango and they're really good, bro. I've never I don't think I've ever had a white claw. I would I would love one. Here, try I'd love to find out what the fuss is Try this white claw. They're Thank decent. You. Uh what you you guys are great hosts. Thank 5%. you. Try. Uh I like white claws. I don't drink them. They're lot. just water, dude. I've drank like 
This isn't Bottom, an advertisement. Oh, I do like either. water. It is. It's seltzer. It's good, man. It, it works. What do you think? Overhyped or you like it? Oh, no, that's great. Yeah, that's decent, right, right, right? Yeah, right? I, can, I can see why people are into this. <laughs> and you don't even, like, dude, I, I'll drink, like, three beers at the bar and get, like, real slow and, like, feel heavy, dude. I drink, this is my fifth one, and I'm like, let's go, bro, let's fucking go. They're decent. I like them. They're real light. Uh, it's the water. <laughs> man, so that's crazy. So to a degree out there where you were with Big Big Comedy, I mean, you kind of started your own little scene. You revolutionized a comedy scene out there. You know what I mean? That's cool as fuck. Well, <coughs> you and all them Americans. Uh, Did you guys have um, Asian people working with you as well? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, there are, there are local people who... who uh, I mean, like, obviously there are going to be more local people doing it in Chinese than in English. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there are definitely local people who, who get on and uh, do stuff in English. Uh, in, I mean, in pretty much every city that has a scene, so far as I know. I think that that's incredible, man. So what's the transition been like, I mean, coming from there to work people here? Uh, I don't know. It's been a little rough. It's been like, it's it's not been as easy as I thought it would be. Because right. I, I had like a lot of material that, you know, isn't like specific to living in China or even living abroad. It's just like, I don't know, like universal stuff. Right. But even that stuff doesn't seem to work nearly as well here as it does there. So, like, I don't know. I'm still trying to find my footing here. Right. Well, from what I've seen, man, you seem to be a hit. You seem to be doing your thing. Uh, You know what I mean? But I just think that that's fascinating. Like, the punches here hit different than they would there. And that's kind of, I guess, what you were saying. You know? Uh, I don't know. What does our humor seem to be? Man, I don't Is it know. a specific I, thing? I, I think it, I mean, there's definitely a difference, like, room to room. You right. know, it's like, I was, when I first got back here last year, I was doing these mics, like, downtown. Mm-hmm. And then I was added to this, like, uh, like a, a set of shows, like a weekend of shows at the, at the Looney Bin mm-hmm. down on the south side. And, like, the crowd at the Looney Bin and the crowd downtown are completely mm-hmm. different, different vibes. I mean, like, yeah, mm-hmm. they and they're like, they, they've they've got like kind of different stuff they want to hear. They've got like, there's a different energy to the room. Like, there's pros and cons to each crowd, I think. But uh, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely like, I mean, they're definitely laughing at different stuff. Right. Of course, I can dig it. Uh, I feel like the comedy scene here, man, is really, uh, if people notice that you're trying to do your thing, they're very supportive out here. Uh, are they supportive out there in China as well? Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think that, uh, Tulsa would probably be, you know, among the smaller scenes in the U.S. just because it's a smaller city. And, you know, like, even, (coughs) (coughs) pardon me. Even in even in a gigantic city like Shanghai, like the the scene for like people who are doing stand up comedy in English is really small. So right. it's like being in a small town as well. So it's like I don't know. It's like I've I've kind of been only been in small scenes so far. I would say that they yeah they both seem fairly uh, fairly supportive to me. I think like there's there are multiple people in, in each scene who, like, make a point to 
reach out to like newer comics and stuff. I'm not one of those people. Right. I don't I don't talk to anybody until they talk to me. <laughs> it's not it's not because uh, I don't know. I'm trying to be standoffish. It's just like I don't really know who's interested in talking to me until right. they like say something. So that's dope, though, man. Uh, what brought what made you go out to China? I'm sorry, I'm concentrating so much on that. No, 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 that's good, man. Right? I'm probably rambling. When I finished that up, I was like, "Fuck, how far away is that from where I started?" I'm no, not sure. I don't okay. I'm just, I just find it so interesting. Like I said, I've never made a, met a comic who's done comedy out there in China. It's, it blows. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll do China questions all night, man. <laughs> I like, so. I like talking about it. What made you it's, go out uh, there? It was just, uh, I was like, I was 25, and all my friends were kind of like getting married or settling into a career or something mm-hmm. and I was like well I don't know like it, I don't think I'm ready to do either of those things so I'll do something else and I thought I was going to like go for a year and bounce around a few different countries and like do a year in each and you know have a three or four year little stint where I'm like right. oh I know the world now and I come back home <laughs> but but yeah instead I just I went to China and shit was like easier than I expected and things just got real comfortable real fast mm. and I was just like I'm not fucking going anywhere now like what I, are uh, what are jobs and shit like out there is it fucking the same uh no it's like if you're if you're an American like it's so easy to find a job I mean if you're if you're willing to be an English teacher uh yeah then is that what go. you did yeah, I did that for most of my time there. See, that's fascinating. You want to like working with the students? You fuck with that? Were you enjoying it? I I did sometimes. Overall, like I don't know. Overall, it, it still kind of like felt like work most of the time. Yeah. There were there were some classes where you know maybe I would have like <clears throat> I, I, I I'm not the best educator in the world. Like right. I, I, I wasn't the I was never the the teacher who was like oh good a challenge you know right. I was just like. <laughs> Oh fuck! I wish they would just give me the smart kids, you know. Like, so I uh, I would have a class sometimes with like a few of the really bright students who were really easy to teach because they were very motivated and like self starters and stuff. Anyway, basically, I didn't have to do any work in that right. those classes. I just had to be like, well, tell me what you think and blah blah. blah. Let's uh, let's chat and it's like, like just chat. Yeah. man, that's just so interesting, man. You got to have, like, uh, degrees or anything like that to fucking teach out there? Yeah, you're supposed to. It was, like, when I first went out there, it was really, like, the Wild West. Like, there were all these people who just had, like, forged degrees and, like, a bunch of, like, Russians who just had, like, you know, like, papers that said they were Canadian. Mm. And, like, they can barely speak English, but they're, like, teaching English. You know, it's great. That's crazy. It's awesome. But, uh, I mean, like, hey, if I were if I were Russian, I'd be pretending to be Canadian, too. It, I mean, I I want to pretend to be a Canadian now. And, I like you know, Canadians. Canadian yeah, everybody likes Canadians. So it's smart solid. to pretend to be a Canadian. It is. Kevin Smith really hyped me up on Canadian people. He's from Jersey. I don't know if you know who Kevin Smith is, but uh, he's a creator mm-hmm. of Clerks and Jane Silent Bob and shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, he always talks Canada if I want to visit there so bad. Canada is so nice. First of all, free health care. Okay. Second of all, uh, was it Tim Hortons? I don't know what the fuck Tim Hortons is. It's a coffee is. shop, bro. Is it not here in the States? It's not in the States. It's only in Canada. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Have you heard of Tim Hortons? I know about Tim Hortons. You know yeah, about Tim Hortons. Yeah. 
They're the little donut holes that are called the Timbits. Timbits. I've never heard of those. <coughs> they have because they're only in, in Canada. In Shanghai now. I fuck with uh, Daylight Donuts donut holes. Yeah, fuck yeah. Daylight Donuts is the shit. They fucking go in. I'm so depressed. Depressed? We just gotta go to Canada, okay? We gotta go to Canada. Did you you say you're depressed, though? Is that what it <laughs> Yeah, because Tim Hortons is like 70 floors above Daylight Donuts. And I love Daylight Donuts. Have you ever had Tim Hortons? No, I've never been to Canada. Was I've been to Canada one time, and it was because I jumped over the... We were at Niagara Falls, and we went across a little trail, and I was like, ah, I'm in Canada. And they had to come back, so I was like, fuck, I'm back in America. I've never heard I've never heard of Tim Hortons ever. Bro, Tim Hortons is fucking hot and heavy on TikTok. But here's my thing. It's another thing I'm interested in uh, about you in Canada and doing comedy out there. I just sat down with J.B. Watkins. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I got to talking to him about just the, the <clears throat> parties and things that the comics have amongst themselves after shows and things like that. What was partying like out there? Did you party How at all? How did Canada get down? Not Canada, fucking China. I'm sorry. How did China get down? Well, um, you know, it's like a lot of stuff's illegal there. So, okay. like, you're allowed to drink. So the drinking culture is pretty big. Like, it's people, mm, people are a lot more open about it, I guess. So just right. like. Yeah, we're getting fucked up tonight. Like the whole, you know, like the company, your department needs to get fucked up with the boss. Like that's dope. And so yeah, it can be. I mean, it got, it can be a little trying. I, I saw I saw a guy have to like chug uh, a big pitcher full of red wine, and it was just like because the boss was like, "Hey, I need you to chug this pitcher of red wine." So see, I would that's do a that thing with like. Asian so gross. Uh, I would do it so hard. That yurked the whole thing. I would too. <laughs> from what I've studied from Asian culture, I don't know shit about Asian culture. Obviously, I'm just an anime nerd who thinks I know some things, but I don't. But from what I've studied, it's like, you know what I mean? Like you respect the boss. You respect your elder. It's like very important to like what they say goes kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like in reverence to bosses and shit like that. Is that how, how it was? Or Yeah, I mean like I guess like the, the people I know from from Korea and Japan have have alluded to that being the case there. I haven't been to either of those countries, but but uh, yeah, you know, locals tell me that that it's the case there. And then in China, I think it's definitely the case as well. Um, bosses will really ask a lot of people. Like, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like unpaid overtime. It's just technically against the law, but it's like do you have to do it. It's like it's one of those things where. If you want your job. Yeah, if you, yeah. <laughs> if you want your job, you're going to chug this whole bottle of wine. Yeah, it's a competitive market there now. It's like people, it's not, it's like, you know, <clears throat> I'm not sure how old you are. I think you're a bit younger than me, but like. 27. When, yeah, okay, right. Uh, so, so like when I was growing up at least, because I'm, I'm, I just turned 36. Uh, when I was growing up. It was like we always thought of China and like all the jobs in China as being just like these factories, right? Right. And it's like, yeah, there's still a lot of factories there, but it's like all those people had kids and all those kids went to college and like they all work in offices and stuff. Mm. So, so you know, like, uh, I don't know what my whole point was with that. I, uh, but, but there you go. No, you're perfect, man. <laughs> uh, it, it, it got to be way more strict, too, just as far as, like, how it is here versus there. The people, the way they carry themselves. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, in some ways. I mean, I think it's I think it's more. I guess you could say more, uh, more reserved about some things, more yeah. private about some things, and more open about some things. Is sex know? a big thing out there? Like, are they open about sex? Because no, we talked about that no, shit here. Not really. Hard. I I would say it's like. Uh, I would say the culture is is like about as sexualized as our culture, mm. or even maybe even more. Like in advertising and stuff, there's a lot of like sexuality, right? And uh, but but it's not something that people like. I would say like basically they're they're more traditional about sex in general, right? Than we are here, so. Yeah. Like, how did that tie into your jokes, though? Like, are you able to go out on stage and say whatever the fuck you want, or did you have to be, you know, I don't know, specific to certain, stick in certain categories with your jokes? Um, I mean, aside from the, the stuff that you, you weren't allowed to say for, like, political reasons, mm-hmm. you know, like, no, I don't think that there were too many limits. Like, I could do I could do some pretty dirty material, and people would still be into it just because... Because most people knew, like, I'm going to a show. It's it's going to be like this. Right. You know? Also, I don't know. There's there's a thing, I guess, that happens. If it's, like, if it's your second language, like, I don't know. Nothing is as offensive or whatever. Right. It's, like, it doesn't have, it doesn't carry the same weight. So I think you, I think you, you're given a lot of leniency if you're using English because... I don't know. There's not as much attached to it, right, as the native language. And see, that just trips me out too. So, like, were these people in the audience like, did they speak English, or did they just go to a show with it? Yeah, generally, Englishman. Generally, yeah, generally, if somebody's like gonna go and sit through a show, it's because they they either speak English well enough to understand it, or they're like working on their English, and they're like, I'm going to try to like right, learn, see what I can under, how much I can understand in this like comedy show you know it's crazy um but yeah i mean occasionally you would get people who would just like hang out and ask their friend to like uh to translate the jokes as it's as as it's like just translate them live interpret them i guess like yeah that was always a fun addition in the crowd but but yeah generally uh there's not too much of a language barrier not too much what was your uh, what was your first mic here? My Back first in mic Tulsa. in Tulsa. Yeah, was the one at Reds. Okay, that's yeah. uh, who was hosting at the time. I think Devo hosts it now. Or Zach Amon hosts it now. Uh, I'm not sure who hosts it now. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize yeah, about the uh, inconvenience. You know, my laptop died, but we're back in here. Uh, <laughs> you're telling me your first open mic was at Reds. Uh, Shauna Blake was hosting at the time. Uh, How'd you find out about the open mics out here? Uh, did you just fucking Google them, or did you link with some comedians when you touched down? Uh, no, I didn't know anybody who was doing it in town, so just looked it up. It's on Facebook. Dope. Dope. Man, who are some of the... Uh... Actually, let me ask you this. When it comes to writing your jokes, Sorry. right, coming from somewhere else to here now, uh, what's your writing process like? Uh, how do you go about gathering your material? Uh, usually, usually I'll, if I, if I have an idea, I'll just like send it to myself in a note and Mm. and like a voice message and then I'll, I'll go through it a few times in my head. I'll type it out 
go through it again, just like go through it again and again, kind of like trim it each mm-hmm. time. And are you uh, uh, do you ever freestyle your jokes? Do you ever go on stage and just spit them off head, or are you a, definitely a writer? Uh, more of a writer, but sometimes like if I have a premise that is kind of a weird one or it's kind of skimpy. Right. Like, it's easier to write for it if I just get stoned and go on stage and mm. start talking about it. And just see how, <coughs> how it plays out. Yeah. I think that's dope. I know a couple comedians out here that just, they don't write. That's what they tell me, at least. But they always <laughs> hit. So I'm like, how are you not How, how are you not writing this down? You know what I mean? But then I've seen them do things. Like, we were chilling yesterday at the, uh, there was a show at Cheers off of, like, Mingo. Uh... And right, that's in the afternoon, right? Yeah, like on a was, Sunday afternoon? Yeah, they had breakfast. An afternoon show. It was yeah. dope. Have they done it before? This is the, this is the first one I was aware I'm of. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. It was dope. They had biscuits and gravy, so. Nice. You should definitely check that one out. It was fun. We did a little podcast. It was kind of good. They had a chocolate fountain. Extra Damn. long, though, man. Extra <laughs> long Extra fucking long. show. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah. Like a five-hour show. I don't know about five fucking No, because we got there at two and we left at seven. So it was a long show, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shout yeah, it's... Uh, seven or eight. We left at seven or eight. I think you went to a festival. Shout out <laughs> to, sounds like you went to a festival. Shout out to Chris Carter. Man. Shouts out to Chris Carter. Uh, that was a good show. It was a good in show. his formats. They, they make the most sense. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, they did a thing yesterday where they uh, wrote a bunch of words down, put them in a fucking a bin or a little bucket thing, and uh, they'd have to draw a word and do a quick two minutes off of the words wherever it took them. And Sherry Johnson got up there. She's one of the people that say that she uh, doesn't write her jokes. She just she's funny. She is, and Who? she bodied it. She bodied it, man. Who? Sherry Johnson. But uh, yeah, that's an ability I'd like to get in because like I've tried writing my own sets and things like that. And, I mean, they're all right, but uh, I feel like I'm more of a what's that word? Uh, funny on the spot you know what I mean I could do that better like uh, situationally funny you know what I mean uh, you guys following what the fuck I'm saying don't let me bury yeah myself. dude no you're doing good I like it yeah mm-hmm. no but do you understand what I'm saying like do you guys follow no what are you saying I'm not gonna lie these uh the soundproofing and lights behind you that's alright became all very <laughs> I could just tell nobody was following with what I was talking so I was like oh okay uh no, man, that's dope. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Y'all are dorks. Uh, yeah, the show was dope, though, man. You should have definitely uh, came out. What's been your favorite uh, mic thus far since you've touched Tulsa? Uh, let's see. I don't know. I think I think a lot of mics have, you know, they have their nights. They might be better in some way than the other. I think my favorite right now is... I think my favorite at the moment might be Fur Club. The wait, fur, shop? Shop. fur Shop. The Fur Shop. They fur Club's pretty mic. cool, though. I might change their name for them. The Fur they got Club. A, they got a good mic, man. We got a show coming up there uh, this Thursday. With all due respect, live, we'll be doing the podcast and have a couple comedians out. You got to come check us sweet, out up there. It'll sweet. be dope. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the podcast you guys did. Can it be listened to anywhere, or was it just for y'all? God, I fucking hope not. Yeah, I, I hope that hard drive had a fucking screwdriver right through it. I, no, that 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 was terrible. That was that was my friend and I saying like, "Uh, we're we're funnier than the Big Bang Theory. We should be like famous or whatever." And then we would uh, 
Go ahead. Sorry, what? No, you good. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So we would so we would drink like two <laughs> bottles of wine each and and then we would start recording at like one AM and just just as two two very drunk men like trying to You guys to both be, American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a friend of mine who I knew from college. Okay. Who then also moved to China like a couple years after I did. And, what was it uh, called? The show, the podcast. It was called. Uh, it was called. Man, I don't even know if I want to say it because I don't know if it's still out there. Fuck. You don't got to drop it if you don't want to. So hmm. you know what? I'm just. I'm just not going to then That's because fine. I don't know. That's fair. I don't, like, like I don't. I don't even remember what's on that, so I'm not going to. <laughs> no, you're perfect, man. That's dope. You ever think you'll get back into podcasting at all? Uh, you know, like, like this for sure. Yeah. I like to go to somebody's apartment and, and shoot and, the shit. Yeah, exactly. I can dig it. It's a, yeah, it's a this, good vibe. <laughs> this is fun. I like it. It feels like I'm being productive because yeah. I'm getting, getting my name out there. That's the know? whole goal, man. To spread y'all's name, you feel me? That's, that's why we do this. You know what I mean? Uh, I enjoy it. I like podcasting a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's my my niche, my art, man. I would rather do this than put shit on Instagram any day. Yeah. Like, like, dude. What's wrong with Instagram? I, nothing's wrong with it. It's just that, like, doing this for two hours would be easier to me. I mean, not doing the editing and shit, but right. like sitting here talking for two hours. It's a good time. It's yeah. It's, it's a natural thing we do, communicating. Exactly. Yeah, you know? that is that's far easier for me than like spending five minutes to, like edit a clip and put it on Instagram and be like, hey, look at my uh, look at my stuff I'm doing. So you're not like, a content guy, like no, as far as no, YouTube and yeah, I think I'm. I don't know. Might just be <coughs> Jesus. Might just be because I'm lazy. Ain't nothing uh, wrong with that though. Would you ever uh, write for, like, shows or anything like that? Is there anything you're interested in doing? That sounds kind of cool. I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> right. I think it'd be fun. I'm fascinated with, like, film and shit, but I know, you know, so we got Roscoe. He's writing for uh, Terrible People on Amazon with Landry oh, okay. Miller and all of them. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? I know it's a market for comics, you know what I mean? How many great comedians do we know that are actors and writers for other things outside just, you know, stand-up, you know what I mean? Three. Man. Well, I mean, as far as the world goes, oh. not locally. Yeah, there's some, uh, there's some, there's some talented and multi-talented people here in Tulsa. Um, multi-talented for sure. There's a lot more talent than I thought that there was going to be in Tulsa, ever. So I'm saying, I think the comedy scene out here is pretty good, man. I, uh, a lot of you guys are just incredible. Uh, it's, it's really dope to see you guys do your thing and continue to grow and blossom, man. Uh, we're reaching the end of the show, brother. Do you have uh, anything coming up that you want to plug as far as show-wise? Oh, let's see. Yeah, I've got I've got something with Landry Miller uh, and Ethan Sandoval. Ethan! On August 6th. Okay. At... I don't know where. <laughs> Just stay tuned. It's Landry's show on August Check 6th. Check out Landry's Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, go, go find Go yeah, add him up. You know, it's it's super easy to do. I don't even feel like that's an unreasonable request. Not at all. Tell people, like, look, fucking look it up. It's going to be sharing. easy to find. Put the date in. Most deaf, most deaf. <laughs> I almost got fired from a job one time for telling my uh, upper boss to just look at the signs to see what sales we had. 
Yeah. So I thought he was a customer. And they were, he was like, what sales do you have? I said, well, if you'd look at this fucking sign. doesn't <laughs> sound like the best way to talk to customers. Yeah. Dude, I worked at Spencer's. I could talk to them however I wanted to talk to them. Nice. Like, I called them losers or they didn't buy beer pong tables. Hmm. Like, bro, I made their lives fucking crazy great. Well, uh, Kate, I appreciate you rocking with us. Do you want to plug up social media or anything like that, brother? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think my Instagram is Cater Tots. Um, that's fantastic. Sexy, I like. Pretty it. sure that's it. Uh, I can dig it. I can dig it. So I guess I guess add get follow me on that to get a, a fifteen second clip every four months. Okay. <laughs> open mic. Man, well, I appreciate you uh, rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for having it's me out. It's been good. It's been gravity. Do you want to plug up social medias real quick? Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to find us on Facebook, you can find us at With All Due Respect Podcast. We're on uh, Instagram at With All Due Respect 001. On Twitter at A underscore broadcasting. And then we also have a Twitch, which is WADR underscore TV. And I upload all my lives to YouTube at With All Due Respect Broadcasting. Thank you so much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the With All Due Respect podcast. For those of you that don't like it, with all due respect. Fuck you. And we out. We out.